Some of the great spiritual masters of our church say that all we ever need to know about God is captured right here in the parable of the prodigal son. Through the years, this parable has kind of become a central theme in my life. It's something that I used on my ordination cards, and uh, my website is theprodigalfather.org. The prodigal father has really um, kind of helped me to experience God the Father's love in such a wonderful way. What I've come to realize over these years of, of praying with this passage and studying this passage is that the passage is all about God the Father's love. And I know it's called the prodigal son, but really the one who is prodigal is the father. So let me explain that a little bit, and I'm, I'm going to do that just by going to the dictionary and, and reading to you some of the definitions of, of what the word prodigal means. So the original word uh, prodigal comes from the Latin phrase prodigious, which means lavish. So here are some definitions to help us define it. Prodigal. Spending money or resources freely and recklessly, wastefully extravagant. Having or giving something on a lavish scale, a person who spends money in an extravagant and reckless way. So we normally think about the son being the prodigal one, and all these apply to the son because he gets the money from his father and he wastes it. He just completely wastes it. But the truth is, we can also look at God the Father and see how God the Father just wastes his grace, his lavish love, his fortune on his son. From the moment that his son comes to him and says, Father, give me a share of my inheritance, the father gives it to him, all of it. He divides the inheritance in half, and he gives it to his son. And then we hear that the son goes off and he squanders it and he wastes it on a life of dissipation, so drinking and prostitutes and just completely wasted on horrible things. And the son, we all know how the story goes, hits rock bottom, and at that moment, he comes to his senses, and he decides to stand up and to take that first step back to his father. And while he is still a long way off, the father catches sight of his son, and his heart is filled with compassion. And so he runs to his son, embraces him, and kisses him. And again, we see the father's already given the son everything he has. He's given him his whole portion of his inheritance. The father throws this lavish celebration for the son. He says, quickly, put a robe around him. Put a ring on his finger, sandals on his feet. Again, the father is just lavishing, recklessly wasting everything that he has upon the son. And he says, we must celebrate and rejoice. And then the wonderful part is, the older son is off in the field. He's working. He's been working hard all these years while the younger son wasted everything. And I know this part is difficult for some people because uh, they relate to the older son. They think, how could the father do this? You know, when the older son's been the one serving. But the, the father, again, is boundless in what he can give. And so he goes out to the older son who's working in the field. And the older son is resentful. He's angry. He disdains that his father would do this for his younger son. And the father goes to him and he pleads with him. And he says, my son... You have been with me always. Everything I have is yours. So again, he's telling the son, I I give you everything. There's nothing I've held back from you. But now we must celebrate and rejoice because your brother who is dead has has come to life again. 
And so we hear again of this lavish celebration that the father places, not only for the younger son, but he invites the older son to come to the celebration too. And this lavish sense is, so I'm going to go to the dictionary again for that, sumptuously rich. And again, I want you to think about God the Father. Elaborate, luxurious, a lavish banquet. Costly, expensive, opulent, grand, splendid, fancy, posh. A person who is very generous or extravagant. He was lavish with his hospitality. Synonyms would be generous, bountiful, open-handed, unstinting, unsparing, munificent, extravagant, prodigal, lavish hospitality, or given in profusion. To bestow something to someone very generously or extravagantly. Can't we see how it's really the father who is prodigal? The father who continues to bestow so much upon both of his children. The father lavishes his sons with love. Lavishes his sons with embraces and kissing and everything that he has at his will. The reality is, it's God the Father that is so prodigal. God the Father that is so lavish with his grace. And that same God the Father wants to give his entire kingdom to you. He wants to lavish you with his love. And it doesn't matter which son you are. It doesn't matter if you're the prodigal one, if you're the one that has wasted everything. You know, maybe you come before the Lord today and you find yourself um, in some kind of grave or serious sin. You've done something maybe you never thought that you would do. The Father still loves you. He wants to give you everything. Or maybe you find yourself resentful because you, you know the prodigal son in your life and, and you're resentful of him. The Father still loves you, even in your judgment, and wants to give you everything. He wants to lavish it upon you. God the Father is so generous. He's so unconditional loving. He's so unsparing, so extravagant, so bountiful, so open-handed, so prolific, so giving without the counting the cost that we can truly call him the prodigal father. And that's what he wants to do for you today. There's a, a few ways that we can experience this rather um, soon in our parish. The first way is we're going to be starting Eucharistic adoration and, and benediction right after the 5 p.m. Mass tonight. So between 5 p.m. until I think it's 8 p.m., we have Eucharistic adoration. And you can come and just sit in the presence of God. And there's something powerful being before the, the, the monstrance, the Blessed Sacrament open, where God just pours his grace upon you. I kind of look at it as just sitting out in the sun and just soaking up all of the grace of God. Mother Teresa, who's, uh, we just celebrated her canonization, St. Mother Teresa, she began every single day in a holy hour like this, and she said it wasn't until she made her whole community do it together that they began to flourish. And I just uh, imagine what it would be like if our whole community of St. Gabriel came together during these hours to pray, how much this parish would continue to flourish even more. The second way is our communal penance service is a week from Monday. So Monday, um, September 19th at 7 p.m., we're going to have a communal penance service. And the sacrament of confession is a way for us to experience the prodigal father. No matter what we've done, God wants to lavish his grace upon us. 
And so if you've been away from the sacrament for a while, if you've been away uh, from God's love for a while, if you find yourself bitter or resentful or angry, it's a wonderful time where God's inviting you to come back to the celebration. And so I just invite you to, to think about coming to our communal penance, or if you know a prodigal son, if you know a prodigal child, a person that's been away from the faith, invite them to come to this sacrament so that they can experience God's love. And finally, ultimately, every time we celebrate the Eucharist, God gives us everything. And so when you come forward to receive the body of Christ and, and you receive Jesus into you, you have everything that God can offer. You have his beloved son and all the grace that comes with it, and you become the son of the Father who wants to lavish his love upon you. And so with great joy and great wonder, we can truly look at God our Father and call him the prodigal father.